to the Prophecy Club. Of course, as a prophecy student, you know more than the news knows because you can hear what they are telling you, but because you understand Bible prophecy and you know some of the things that God's prophets have been telling us, you can understand it much better than them, and that is what we're going to be talking about today. First of all, let's go to September the 9th, 2019. This comes from Benjamin Fulford. Dot net. Headline, U.S. War College study shows 95 to 100 percent probability of Khazarian Mafia defeat. What's that really saying? What that's saying is that there is a 95 to 100 percent probability that when these arrests are effected, they will be successful. That's what that's really saying. Let's go on with the article. The international military and legal campaign against the Khazarian Mafia is 95 to 100% likely to succeed, according to probability models tested by the U.S. War College, say, MI6 and Pentagon sources. Now, you see, just because they know the news, they don't necessarily understand what the news is really saying. And in this case, and I'm not speaking bad against Benjamin Fulford, obviously, but He's not a Christian. He's certainly not a prophecy student. And he gets this information, but but he doesn't understand its ramifications in light of Bible prophecy. He doesn't understand where it's going. He knows what's happening. Let's put it this way. He's looking at his feet, but he's not looking in front of him. He's not looking a block or two ahead of him like a prophecy student can. This week's anniversary of 9-11 is followed by a Friday the 13th and is a good time to push hard for the inevitable final defeat. What is that? What is their inevitable final defeat? Well, the start of that will be the arrests of, and I looked it up, and I know there's a new number, but I haven't been able to get it. But at last count, 30 days ago, it was 112,300 some, some odd thousand sealed indictments. Now it's probably probably up to around 120,000 sealed indictments. Oh, and he's about to say some really good information here in just a minute. So what he is saying is that this week's anniversary of 9-11, which by Friday the 13th, he's saying it's a very good time to see the Khazarians taken out. Now, keep in mind, they're not going to go down without a fight. So these 120,000-some-odd sealed indictments get served. 120,000 of these international bankers, Khazarian Mafia, Deep State, whatever you want to call them, those start getting arrested, and they're not going to stand by and take it idly. They have ruled the world for about 300 years, and they're about to be kicked out. At least there is an attempt to kick them out. We prophecy students know that they will get their world government. They will have the beast in control of it. All of this is the plan of God. It's because God has put in their hearts to fulfill his will and to agree and to give their kingdom unto the beast until the words of God should be fulfilled. Revelation. The key to the Gazarian's defeat was handed over to the military by a group of Swiss mathematicians who had analyzed 43,000 transnational corporations and traced their control to a group of 700 individuals, mostly bankers, MI6 sources say. Now what did he just say? <laughs> he just said that they have calculated their success to arrest, and they're saying that this Kazarian Mafia is a group. It's not 120,000. 
They're saying it's a group of 700,000. Now, I didn't know it was that big. I mean, to me, 120,000 people arrested, that's a really, really big thing. But they're saying there's actually 700,000 of these individuals out there that have been ruling the world, especially financial systems, for 300 years. And they're saying that there's a 95 to 100 percent likely chance they will succeed in removing them and taking them over. And I hope that they do. I believe this is Jeremiah 51, verse 9. This is our chance to be healed. Jeremiah 51, verse 9 says we would have healed Babylon. That's America. But she is not healed. Forsake her and let every man return into his own country. So hopefully, at least in the early phases of these 120,000 out of these, now we learn, 700,000 individuals, hopefully they will be arrested and they will be tried and justice will be served up. But understand, it's God's plan to give world government, to put the beast in control for at least the last three and a half years, but he's, he's on the planet for seven years, just controlling over the last three and a half years. That's God's plan. And he said, and I will see that it comes to pass. Why? Why would God send so much trouble to the earth? Because this is not an eternal kingdom. Jesus' kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and his dominion is from generation to generation. These 6,000 years were only set up to decide who was going to be in the book and who was going to be caught, tossed into the fire, which is the second death. This was not intended to be an eternal kingdom. This is simply temporary, but Jesus was set up an eternal kingdom. Let's go on. He says this is a Ponzi scheme called the Global Network for Corporate Control, which is in an interlocking or bowtie corporate structure, the sources say. Military fo forces do their best work when they have a clear target. And this list of, and here it is again, 700 individuals gave them that target. Pentagon sources confirm. The U.S. War College ran a series of probability models to come up with a plan that ensures, quote, the global coalition for the rule of law, i.e. the people, will ultimately prevail, the sources say. Now, you see, no one is going to jump into an endeavor this big and probably this bloody unless they're pretty convinced that they're going to be successful. So what they basically did is they run all of the probabilities through their computer, and they said, we're going to be successful. And to a certain degree, they will be. But in the end, we know that America's taken down, that they will raise up a world government, and that is that the beast will be controlling it. So in the end, no, they don't win. These 120,000 people being arrested is a good little first step. But again, we would have healed Babylon, but she is not healed. Forsake her and let every man return into his own country. So in the end of days, no, we don't get to remove world government. We still get the Antichrist. We still get the beast. We still get the mark of the beast. We still get all of that because it is God's will for our testing so that we may be rewarded those people who overcome. Let's go on. This doesn't mean the war is over yet. Since the Khazarian mob is literally fighting for survival, as it stirs up, listen carefully, as it stirs up trouble in the U.S., U.K., Hong Kong, and Iran. Stirs up trouble. What kind of trouble? What kind of trouble are we seeing there? We're going to talk about it. This is really very important. 
However, these are just a few futile rearguard efforts by a defeated, albeit extremely rich, crime gang. Now, they think they're going to be successful. Prophecy says they won't. I'll go with the prophecy. I do want to see them do as best that they can. It'll give the world a little bit more time. Maybe God will even give us a little bit more of a respite, a little bit more time, maybe another delay. But it's saying that the Khazarian mob is literally fighting for survival. What does that mean? Do you think the international bankers would be willing to crash the stock market to stay in in control? Absolutely. Do you think that they would be willing, assuming that they can, to send a hurricane to hit Bahamas? Maybe even South Florida, maybe even walk up the eastern coast of America. Do you think they'd be willing to do that, stay in control? Yep. Do you think that, assuming that they have some kind of an earthquake machine, as was claimed to have been invented by Nikola Tesla, do you think if they have such a device that they would be willing to use it to stay in power? Now, here's the big question. Do you think that they would be willing to set off anywhere from 20 to 50 suitcase nukes in major cities all across America in order to cause chaos to bring in their world government and give them the chance to stay in power. Do you think they would do that? See, the average American, especially the average Christian, you know, we just can't wrap our head around that kind of evil. Well, about time for us to get to wrapping. In any case, oh, this is important. We're about to talk about this one. Another key date is October 31st, Brexit deadline in the UK. Say it again. October 31st is Brexit deadline in the UK. Assuming you know what that is, that's where the Brits decided they were going to vote whether to stay in the UK in their start of a world government or to get out. And the Brits decided they wanted to exit the UK, the United Kingdom, or they call it Brexit or British exit is what they're saying. They want a Brexit. They voted to exit, but now the parliament, which is lined up with apparently a bunch of really bad boys that are really working for world government, and we'll we'll talk about this because this is important. They don't want to leave. In other words, they want to form a world government. Now, Bible says that God has put in their heart to fulfill his will and his degree and to give their kingdom out of the beast until the words of God should be fulfilled. So it is God's will. There will be a world government, and it's a real bad thing. All of this is to bring a test so we can find out who gets the best awards and who gets tossed into the fire. So let's go on. October 31st, Brexit deadline in the UK. Here, judging from the bizarre antics of politicians, the Khazarians have called in every bribery and blackmail chip they have. Well, once again, could that be the skater wave causing the hurricanes in Bahamas, causing the hurricane that wanted to walk up the east coast of the United States, maybe an earthquake machine that hit the central part of the United States, and also the suitcase nukes go off? Would the Khazarians do that to stay in power? You better know that they will. Just one example, he says. Opposition Labor Party Shadow Foreign Secretary Emily Thornberry said that she would seek the best deal possible with the EU, then campaign against it. And you got to know what was going on with the Brexit deal to understand that. But we'll, we'll move on. The parliamentarians, or what we would call the world government people say, lead the country into a state of chaos and panic 
when the decision is already made, in or out, does not matter. In the end, here it is, this is important, the EU will no longer exist. MI6 sources promise. So what he's saying is that the Brits are going to cause the EU to fall and it's not going to exist anymore. Well, I'd say, but that's exactly the opposite of what Bible prophecy says. Bible prophecy says we will get a world government. And, of course, if you go into Revelation 13, the beast that looks like a leopard has a head of a lion and feet of a bear, and that's world government, and that has a lion in it that's England. So it does say that England is going to be part of the world government. And you would say, well, isn't world government going to be controlling the whole world? Uh, the answer is yes. That doesn't necessarily mean everybody's liking it, but it does mean that they do control the whole world, especially the financial system. Let's go on. So he says, staying in the EU, EU would mean a loss of sovereignty and is in effect high treason and nothing else, they say. The monarchy and senior generals of the British army are all aligned to sovereignty. In other words, they want to see the Brits stay England and not become eventually world government. But again, we understand where it's really going. Let's go on. Public opinion in the UK is also against the politicians, those are the guys that want world government, despite the propaganda campaign by the press, who are agents of the mega, mega conglomerate controlled by the 700 bankers they note. Now, what's all that saying? It's saying that right now in Britain that there is a real battle for whether Britain is going to stay in the UK and become part of the world government easily, or whether the Brits will pull out of the UK and become part of the government of the world government with difficulty. In my opinion, either way, God's word is going to be fulfilled. They will be part of world government. We're almost done. Hang on. The battle in Hong Kong is just one front of a de facto hybrid war now taking place between China and the United States. CIA sources say the next move will involve an attempt to shut down Hong Kong's banking system. Also, in another blow to Zionist Hollywood and big tech, the 8,000-mile fiber optic cable from Los Angeles to Hong Kong, sponsored by Google and Facebook, may be blocked by U.S. President Donald Trump in his trade war with China, Pentagon sources report. Well, now think about that. Okay, so if the rest of the world, uh, especially Hong Kong and the EU and things like that, could not communicate through the Internet with America, would that be a problem? Uh, that would be a big problem. And that might give him a real big stick to get what he wants. Let's go on. Trump is additionally pushing France the U.K., Germany, and Japan to allow Russia to rejoin the G8 as a part of a campaign to woo Russia away from China, sources say. They are also thinking of accepting Russian, oh, listen to this, Russian President Vladimir Putin's offer to sell Russian hypersonic missiles to, and I can believe it, the United States. As a part of Trump's effort, they say, Buying Russian hypersonics would force the military-industrial complex to innovate, compete, and stop raping U.S. taxpayers, Pentagon sources add. You think that's important? That's real important. Finally, he says this week, we note that the Kazarian-controlled financial system is becoming increasingly unstable 
and could collapse unexpectedly at any moment. The graph below shows how the stock market continues to defy financial gravity and rise even as funds continue to flee from it. August the 8th, 2015, Saturday night, Lord, I don't have anything to say tomorrow morning for the sermon. What do you want to say? And I heard an audible voice. And it said, this is the time of miracles. And then it was downloaded to my heart is as the judgment hits, this is real important, as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. But these miracles, I was downloaded to me, are going to be bigger and more powerful than anything that we have seen going all the way back to Adam and Eve. Okay, so what's the judgment? Well, we had the sevenfold miracle crusade, which did a whole lot of good for a whole lot of people, getting them ready for sports stadiums and things like that. Now we have 300, 380 people anointed and trained to help us with sports stadiums and things like that. But we didn't see the sevenfold miracles, at least not exactly the way I was hoping to see them. We did everything we could to get them there. But one thing that I was concerned about is we hadn't seen the judgment yet. All right, let's talk about that. What could be the judgment? Would you say a massive earthquake hitting the central part of America or a place in any place in America? Would you say that that could be judgment? Of course. Could you also say that suitcase nukes, anywhere from 20 to 50 of them, going off probably the same time as in probably the same day or two, would you say that that is judgment? Yeah, okay. All right, now next question. Would you say that the judgment that is coming, would you say it's to the church or would you say it is to the unchurched? Well, the Bible says that judgment begins at the house of the Lord. So the judgment would start with the church. All right, so what nation is the church nation on the earth today? Answer would be, that's right, America. Okay, so if God were to hit America, would he do it? on a feast day. Well, the whole point of the feasts is to, well, as, let me get it here, Leviticus twenty-three thirty-seven says, everything upon his day, meaning that when God is going to do something, he usually, I would even say almost always, does it on a feast day. Okay, so what are we talking about? So if judgment were to hit this year, let me say it again, if judgment were to hit this year, what would the most likely feast date, if God were to do it on a feast date, meaning if the arrests are the judgment, and we don't know yet, okay, but if the arrests were the judgment, what would be the feast date, the most likely feast date for those to hit? No, I don't have any inside information. I don't know exactly. I'm doing exactly the same thing you are. I'm guessing, but I'm guessing based upon God's word because I'm looking at the feast days. All right, so when would the arrests most likely happen, if they're going to happen this year, if they're going to happen on a feast day, and if it is the hand of God organizing them? The answer would be trumpets. Why? Because trumpets is the judgment seat of Christ. Trumpets is the day those in Christ are judged. Then 10 days later is atonement. That's the great white throne. Jesus is the judge at both. But the great white throne is judging those not in Christ. Trumpets is judging those in Christ. Well, if the Russians were to hit America, that would be judgment on the church. 
So right now, we know that God is judging the church, i.e. America. What I'm trying to say is, if the arrests were to take place this year, anytime this year, according to the feasts, the most likely day on or about for the arrests to take place or the suitcase nukes, which are probably linked to the arrest. In other words, we arrest 120,000 of these 700,000 Kazarian Mafia deep state international bankers, whatever you want to call them. We arrest 120,000 of them. They're going to be mad. And if they are willing to do anything, that sounds like a very good time for the suitcase nukes to be set off in retaliation. Again, I do not know anything on this. Just like you right now, I'm just guessing. So, if the arrests were to take place this year, if it was the hand of God, if it was done on a feast date, it would be done on, about, or around September 30th or October 1. September 30 or October 1. Why? Because that's trumpets. Well, three days later is our meeting in Evansville. Now, let me make this clear. I'm not saying sevenfold miracle is going to be at Evansville, nor has God told me that sevenfold miracles are going to be at Evansville. I'd certainly like to see them. I've certainly been praying for them, and I'm about to ask our fast track team to be praying for them too. But I don't know that. However, I do believe that something very powerful, we see it. We see the hand of God. Something very powerful is going to happen at Evansville. If you haven't got signed up for it, you want to. Let me just talk without any notes, just kind of right off the top of my head, what I think about Evansville. So the pastor there called and asked me to come and speak. And of course, where I go, I try to always bring my wife, Leslie. She said, absolutely. I know what you're talking about. I know Leslie, and I want her to come too. So now it's up to two people going. And then one thing led to another, and we said, well, would you want us to advertise this on the Prophecy Club? Oh, absolutely. We got uh, room for 350 people. There's only about 100, 150 people from the congregation going, absolutely. So we put it out on the Internet through Prophecy Club. Boom. All of a sudden, uh, I don't know, I think there's like 130 people signed up the first couple of weeks there. I, I don't know exactly what the county is now, but a lot of folks signing up to go from Prophecy Club. Uh, so much so they have upgraded their their church, made it a little larger. They're doing all kinds of things. Also, some of their people are coming in with some finances to spend for some radio and TV advertising, as is Prophecy Club. So it may be that this is very big. In addition, we have a couple of our other staff members heading up there a couple of days early to get everything all set up. And then my daughter gets involved, and she calls, talking to the praise and worship team, and they're going to have some awesome praise and worship there. And it's just continued to grow and continue to grow. And we had a, a meeting, kind of a conference with all of our people, with all of their people. And so this is <laughs> this is going to be something a whole lot bigger than just Stan and Leslie going to talk. I'm called to build an end-time army of prophecy teachers working miracles. Prophet Andre Bronkhorst said that God had given me the spirit of revelation. And he said that I could lay hands on people and impart that to them. And I also believe that we're praying that God is also going to, when the sevenfold miracles arrive, he is also going to impart those into the people to build that army of prophecy teachers working miracles. That's the reason I want you to go. I want you to go 
Yes, I'm going to be teaching on some very powerful and very important things. I, I want you to have read my book by the time you get there. But I want to lay hands on you. I want to anoint you with my special oil that I have made. This is not just normal olive oil, okay? My special oil, my special recipe. I've talked about that. And we're going to anoint you and ask for two things to happen. One is for you to receive the revelation spirit, like the 380 people that attended our April Sevenfold Miracles Crusade, which, by the way, this is not the same thing as Crusade. This is an understanding in times conference, different, okay, very different. Don't think you're don't. It's not the same thing, and we're not. It's just not the same thing. But anyway, well, hands on you, and for you to also receive the Sevenfold Miracles anointing. So two anointings, and as I, I think I've told you this story about how when I was anointed to be a minister, I felt a difference. I mean, there are anointings of God that change people. And like the Old Testament talks about how the prophets came down and anointed people and they became another man. I believe that's what will happen. If you'll come to this meeting, let me lay hands on you, anoint you with oil, and I'm not just put a little daub of oil on you. I pour 0.4 milliliters of oil. It's about the size of your little finger from the second knuckle out. Pour that on your head, and I believe you will receive the spirit of revelation and the spirit to walk in sevenfold miracles when they arrive. I believe you will be a part of the end-time army of prophecy teachers working miracles that God is raising up through Prophecy Club. And to get there, you go to endtimesconference.com, endtimesconference.com. Sign up. $25 registration fee, endtimesconference.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your gifts of support. God bless. In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. God showed me a single word, first fruits, is a secret door found in Revelation and Leviticus. When linked together, the end time events can be placed in chronological order. For the first time, we can know what feast Jesus returns on, the feast for the judgment seat of Christ and the great white throne, and the feast upon which the wheat is resurrected and on the day the new Jerusalem comes down to earth. And even though I've been in Bible prophecy for 40 years, I freely admit to you that I knew nothing that is revealed in this book supernaturally. So you probably know nothing that is in this book. One prophetic word said, there is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open unto you. It will turn many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. Don't get one for $20. Instead, get five for 30 or 10 for 55 Or a new case price, 60 books for $250. That's 60 books in a case for $250. The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy at prophecyclub.com. 